The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Welcome back to The Basement, a uh, brand new episode, Geek Show Podcast. Welcome to it. This one uh, is going to be kind of a strange episode because we recorded this while Saturday's San Diego Comic-Con announcements were being made. And so it, we do our best to do live coverage on something that won't be released for a day or two. But, but uh, we, uh, we did our best. And uh, here's, here's what I'm going to do there. We wrapped up the recording right just about the time that the Marvel announcements were being made in Hall H. And so let me give those to you now, and then we'll get to the episode. Yes, we're type jumping quite a bit uh, in this episode. Uh, so here's what happened with the Marvel panel, and then we'll, uh, we'll get to the episode. Uh, the Eternals was announced. Now, we've been talking about this on the show for a while. Uh, the Eternals will... Uh, well, oh, no, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, uh, Black Widow. The Black Widow movie was announced, and uh, it is on its way. They showed some footage there. They did not release the footage online. Um, and then The Eternals will follow November 6th, 2020. And uh, we met the cast, including Angelina Jolie as Athena, Richard Madden as Icarus, uh, Kumail Nanjiani was there, but they didn't really say who he was playing, nor Brian Tyree Henry. Salma Hayek as Ajax, uh, Leah McHugh was there, and Don Lee is playing Gilgamesh. So if you're familiar with those characters from the Marvel comics, uh, Feige described it as full-on Jack Kirby, which is, you know, we've, we've talked about that before. Um, Salma Hayek uh, underscored the uh, representation angle of the movie. He said, uh, she said that uh, Eternals will be as diverse as the Hall H audience itself. Uh, Disney Plus stuff was announced alongside all of the movies. So these TV shows were announced alongside all the movies. So I guess they're to all be considered part of the upcoming uh, Marvel phase. I uh, talked about uh, Falcon and the Winter Sh- uh, Soldier, Anthony Backey and Sebastian Stan. It's going to uh, show up in the fall of 2020. And uh, Anthony Mackey says that uh, he tried on his Captain America costume, and it uh, feels pretty good, he said. so. <laughs> and uh, Daniel Rule was there, which means Baron Zemo is back. Uh, then Feige revealed uh, the title for uh, the Shang-Chi movie. The Master of Kung Fu was the name of the comic book. Uh, Shang-Chi... And the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, this one's very interesting because uh, uh, we've got. Uh, we, 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 when I say the Ten Rings, you think the Mandarin. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, the star uh, is Simi Liu, and uh, he is Chinese and Canadian, if you can believe that. Uh, but uh, Tony Long, who's a longtime actor, uh, is going to be playing the real Mandarin. See, Ben Kingsley played an imposter version in Iron Man 3. Aquafina is also going to be in this movie. Uh, and uh, that, that sounds like a very interesting thing. Then WandaVision, Disney Plus WandaVision series, with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, spring 2021, will take place after Endgame as Wanda deals with the loss of Vision. Uh, and we're getting uh, Monica Rambeau, who was, a, who was a child in Captain Marvel, she will appear as an adult, played by uh, Tayona Paris, who is a great, great actress. I really like her a lot. She's just, she's stunning. Uh, then we're getting uh, Loki series. Tom Hiddleston's uh, Trickster God will debut spring 2021. 
Uh, it, it features the 2012 version of the character who in Endgame stole the Infinity Stones, but it will take place after Endgame. So part of the mystery is what he's been up to. Uh, then the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel was announced, and it is titled Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's going to hit theaters May 7th, 2022, and Scarlet Witch will be in the film. And her series WandaVision will lead into the movie. Scott Derrickson, who is known for his horror work, is back to describe the sequel, and he says it's going to be Marvel's first scary movie. Then we jump back to Disney+. Plus, So we get the alter, uh, reality animated uh, series What If. It will hit uh, summer 2021. They said that uh, most of the MCU actors will replies, r- reprise their roles voice-wise, but they did cast The Watcher, who was the host of the What If comic book series every time. I am The Watcher, and I am not allowed to interfere, but what if this happened? <laughs> and that is going to be Jeffrey Wright from Westworld. Great voice. Perfect for The Watcher. Then they talked about Disney Plus Hawkeye event series. Will stars Jeremy Renner. Uh, and it uh, will feature fan-favorite comic book character Katie Bishop, who is Hawkeye. Uh, and the theme of the show will be Hawkeye, a superhero with no powers, teaching someone else how to be a hero with no powers. And it apparently takes place while he is Ronan in that five-year period during the snap is when this is going to take place, apparently. Uh, next was uh, a Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder, not Thor 4. A little disappointed. Uh, November 5th, 2021, Taika uh, Watiti, I always get his name wrong, will be directed in it. Tessa Thompson announced to the crowd as new king of Asgard, she needs to find her queen, and that will be the first order of business. Now, the big surprise here was that Natalie Portman is going to return as Jane Foster, but she will be taking the story's cues from a recent comics run penned by Jason Aaron, who's just a great comics writer, Um, she will be taking over the mantle of Mighty Thor. That's what happened in the comic books. I don't want to hear any complaints. And it was a great run, and you should read it. Uh, So here's the full slate. Uh, Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier on Disney+, Plus, Fall of 2020. Eternals, November 6th, 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, February 12th, 2021. WandaVision, Disney Plus Spring 2021. Loki, Disney Plus Spring 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. What If, Disney Plus Summer 2021. Hawkeye, Disney Plus Fall of 2021. And Thor, Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021. And then, because they were out of time and being kicked out of Hall H, Feige got up and said... uh, We didn't have time to talk about Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, The Fantastic Four, and movies about mutants. And before he made those big announcements, he also announced that Mahershala Ali will be joining as Blade the Vampire Hunter. Yes, they're bringing back Blade and you got Academy Award-winning actor Mahershala Ali, who apparently called Kevin Feige after he won the Oscar and said, I want to play Blade. And Feige said, anything else? You know, Because <laughs> Kevin Feige ain't stupid. So uh, there you go. That's what uh, happened as we finished this episode. So let's get to the episode right now, as I promised. Brought to you, of course, by our 
Dear friends and sponsors at Dr. Volts, open seven days a week. Hold, pl- a hold or the pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount of all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South, it's Dr. Volts Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and summer pool parties. It's Cabin Fever. Say hi to Dave for us so much more than a card store. Also, Haster Games, located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sundays. And not only does carry, uh, Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, providing they have all the pieces and are in good shape. They'll buy them from you as well, Haster Games. All right, now, let's get to the <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con edition. The name of the episode is Live Coverage. Live in quotes. Let's get to it. Please to enjoy. Oh, welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Good to be here. Well, thank you. It's good to have you. Well, thanks, bud. (laughs) Yay. It's good to be here, he says. He's Shannon Barnson. Fuck yeah, I am. Uh, (laughs) Come fucks with me at Lucky 13 Wednesday nights. Mm. Pub quiz. Mm -hmm. Except, oh, wait, shit. Isn't this Wednesday night? Pie and beer day. Uh, probably won't be one this week. Uh, mm. But fucking next week, it'll be twice as good. Because <laughs> you'll have all the goodness you... from this week and next yeah. week. All well, right. Do you yeah. have double categories? No. Because you got to catch up? It's just going to be like... like the like I. It's hard to make it even better, but I will. Well, it's... <laughs> You know, <laughs> like I'm saying, how can how can you miss something unless it goes away? Exactly. So that's that's yeah. you know, it'd be people who go, I miss that. Yeah, we should probably I'm... like go a month without any new episodes. Make people really appreciate that's us. That's not how podcasts work. <laughs> Why oh, stop? You now? go away for a month, people will forget. <laughs> that's true. So had, two of our members died. We haven't had a <laughs> skipped. That's right. We're not skipping just not so skipping. you can miss us. We gotta have a damn good reason. That's right. <laughs> I'll All give of you us. a good reason. He'll give you a good reason. Oh, I seriously will. There will be a really good reason when we miss an episode. Okay. Trust me. All right. There's going to be bail money involved. Oh, he'll, explosions. He'll give you a reason. He's Lee George Cade. Oh, that makes it sound like I'm pulling the car over. Oh, okay. I don't want to pull the car over. I'll give you a reason. Turn yeah. this car around. Mm, turn this car right around. We're going to go back home and play Cuphead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can check out my uh, articles about the movies and the TV shows and the comical books on Bleeding Cool. Uh, also work at a uh, ship games here in Utah. It's a fantastic game shop. We do 15% under retail and free shipping anywhere in the United States. You can check us out on eBay or the Facey books. That's a new service. Facey? Facey books. Never heard I of it. I add another app. Oh yeah, you do have to add another app, but I guarantee you your privacy. It's there. Do you though? And see, I mean, oh, no, trust me. Ah, how my eye hurts He's from winking. winking. So much winking, and and I don't even want to. I invested in a thing called Spacey Books, and Spacey I don't books? even. Yeah, it was just you know, with just the, pictures of Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and it, yeah. it didn't yikes. go well. That kind of tanked yikes, a few yikes. years ago, didn't, didn't it? Didn't go well. Yeah, yeah, I lost all my money on. Yep. <laughs> Spacey yikes, yikes, books. Yikes. Uh, he is the producer, designated driver of the program. He is uh, our very own Quad T Tall Tony. Hey, hey guys, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> check me out on Twitter. At Quati Tony for gems of humor, like that joke. And uh, every Bring week it. on the Geek Show. Bringing the heat. That's right. And every other week on the Gadget Spot. It's okay. He's getting warmed up, as this is our first episode. <laughs> right? Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, do, you, do, you need, do you need me to 
find that horn for you? Oh, yeah. Give me some of that horn action. Will, is, will it help oh, you? No one's got their apps ready. No, I got it. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Yes. Happy? Pew, 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 pew. Right, there we go. That's right. Dab it. Dab. <laughs> Dab on my haters' graves. All right. <laughs> Uh, Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite forever. <laughs> she's uh, she's dabbing on her haters' graves. Our returning champion, Rebecca Frost. Can we isolate that audio. That's my most favorite <laughs> audio. Of it's all pretty time. amazing. I'm putting it on your headstone. Thanks. Uh, I have determined on my headstone. It's Rebecca Frost. Parentheses. It's a whole thing because that's oh. how I choose to explain things instead of just giving an elaborate backstory. Is oh. it's a whole thing. That's your that yada yada yada. That's my yada yada yada. That is so much better than what's going on my headstone. Which is visiting? Did hours. you watch this show? Oh, no! Oh, what you watch the show? That was a good one. I'll put oh. that on the back of the headstone. Cool. The backstone. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Joss Whelan and the new and improved, newly remodeled BigJennyRobot.com. Mm. All right. My headstone's just gonna say finally. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My headstone's not gonna say anything because I'm gonna never live gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a reason. Oh, let's give our host a reason. Oh, (laughs) Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, thank you. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m., x96.com. All right. Um, As we are recording this, uh, it is Saturday of of San Diego Comic-Con. Feels like it's the 4th of July. That was two weeks ago. That was three weeks ago, bud. I don't know numbers. <laughs> it's too young. Does anybody too. really know what time it is? Eh. Time's a flat I, circle. I have Terry. to remind myself every day what day it is. <laughs> yeah. Time is a construct, guys. Get yeah. with it. Yeah, but Carrie and I managed to squeeze in two Chicago jokes, and yes. one of you caught it. So, oh, okay. well, am I too young for those? I'm too young. I'm a little baby. Just a baby. Our uh, <laughs> listeners of a certain age will, yeah. uh, will appreciate that. Chicago, the town? No, the band. Or the band. band. Yeah. band. Or the hot dog. Which Which Chicago is, is a hot dog? Yeah, no, it's a style yeah. of pizza, Tony. God oh. is a concept. Yeah. Oh. To which we uh, measure our pain. And, he was okay. one of us. Is, and, that, uh, uh, is that a Chicago lyric? That's John Lennon. Oh, oh and uh, music is a dancer. <laughs> Imagine is all that the a, people. Is that a John Lennon lyric? No, it's a Chicago lyric. Huh. No, no, that's not, not Chicago. That's uh, uh, something proved to me. Music is a dancer. It's okay. Earlier, Lee said... It's a good year to be queen when he heard a Bowie song. Bowie song. So. Oh, sick. <laughs> My favorite Bowie song, by the way. Uh, and also, if uh, if I wasn't from another dimension where Bowie was part of Queen, I would have gotten that right. That's right. Multiverse Lee. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's, uh, I, I, I do have some stuff that we learned uh, uh, Friday from San Diego. Okay. Friday. So Friday. much stuff. And then we'll get to the stuff that we're learning as we record like I'm this. looking right now. Yeah, because it's, it's all breaking as it's happening. Uh, we did learn uh, last week that uh, we are getting Thor four. Thor four yep. four fours. They, if they call, if they don't call it Fantastic Thor, what are we even doing here? <sighs> I don't know. Exactly. If they don't call it Ragnarok two, because <laughs> that's really what it should be. Uh, Taika Watiti has uh, stepped up and said, "Yeah, I'll direct it." Yeah, he, so he's just doing everything, yeah. right? And uh, so that means that Hemsworth says, "Okay, I'll be back." That's great. Right. I'm know, excited b- because uh, I'll, I'll work with him anytime. Uh, so that's the good news. The bad news is is that the uh, uh, long gestating live action Akira movie is now pushed back, and probably the Flash Gordon cartoon that he was working on too. Probably too. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. So there you go, Thor four, Thor four. But the interesting thing is, uh, four. we got Just a hold of Thor. we got a hold of the casting sheet for what looked to be the casting call for uh, Akira for the live action Akira, 
and if that really is what it was, because the description, the names were all different, but the descriptions of the characters were right out of the Akira graphic novel. Mm. So this is this is people who we'd like to play these roles. They're that all kind of thing? Asian. Right. They were look, they were looking for nondescript, non-established uh, Japanese actors between the age of eighteen and twenty. And that sounds like something he would do. Exactly. You know? So, because that's been the problem with, with Leonardo DiCaprio has been attached to Akira. Um, I think just every every single white actor in the universe has been attached to do the live action mo- version of that movie. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she was going to play uh, <laughs> Tetsuo. But yeah, it's, she's going to play a tree. It's such a uh, quintessentially Japanese story that not casting Japanese actors mm-hmm. would kind of make it fall on its face. Mm. So. Now, yep. Is it, uh, is it true? I read somewhere that. Um, Scarlett Johansson is playing the first black James Bond. Absolutely. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> she's uh, such a good actress. Uh, she and can she's, play not, she's not playing James Bond. She's going to be the new 007. Okay. See, that was that was the thing that was going. It was all over the internet last <laughs> week. And I had I, I had to more than once say, she's not James Bond. She's 007. It's a title, people. There's a difference. The James yeah. Bond theory. It's only a theory, right? The name James Bond is only passed down. That's a theory. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a James Bond movie where James Bond was actually a title. It was uh, Peter Sellers' 1966 movie, Casino Royale, yes. where they had to create a James Bond division. Uh, Ursula Andress was a James That's Bond. Right. That's uh, right. Peter Tool was a James Bond. Uh, is this real? Peter Sellers yeah, was a James Bond. Woody Allen a was a James thing? Bond. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orson Welles played Le Smirsch. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Which is French for James Bond. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably. Or, Le Smirsch. Yeah, and at, one, and at one point, uh, at one point, there was actually a psychedelic drug scene. <laughs> what is the name of this show? Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yeah. yeah. Not it's, the, a com- it's a comedic version. Yeah, not the, It was a comedic version. But it came out in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Well, because they had the rights huh. to the Casino Royale story from okay. the book, but they had already been making James Bond movies. So they're mm-hmm. like, well, we want it. We have the rights to it. So we'll make a comedy. Hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, we also heard about, and we got to see a little bit of uh, Rick and Morty season four. That's why I'm wearing yeah. my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I did a, a Rick and Morty puzzle yesterday. Did you? Yeah. I went on Mr. Poopy Butthole at. Uh, at David Buster's yesterday. I've spent like sixty bucks on Rick and Morty pops in the last week. Jesus, I went to the, I went to the Cronenberg <laughs> universe and had to bury my doppelganger. Holy! <laughs> uh, so if you want to see, uh, it's out there. Uh, there's clips for uh, Rick and Morty season four, and apparently there uh, they did a panel today. And they showed even more. Mm-hmm. And they said that season five is probably going to come pretty close after season four. Yeah, as they well. say that. Um, it will be yeah. uh, November. Don't crush my hopes. Uh, in November, and some of the guest voices that you will have on the episode, which is ten season, uh, the uh, season, which is uh, ten episodes long. Wait, let me guess. Justin Roiland? No. No, that's not a guest voice. Uh, I'm sorry. Paul Giamatti. Oh yeah. What? Uh, Sam Neill. Oh my God. Taika Waititi. I hope he plays and, Korg. And Kathleen Turner. Ah, I'm excited. Uh, Gina Davis is doing a cartoon voice. Where? On uh, the third season of She-Ra. Ah, she's she's nice. playing... Uh, something else they announced? Is... Yeah. Yeah, that was the, the She-Ra panel announced a couple of things that were revealed about the character that were pretty cool. But oh, then they talked fun. about uh, Gina Davis coming on. She's had an initiative that she created in 2007 to try to bring more roles to girls and women in in popular media and so i think after she rose launch she's like i'll i'll do that i need that that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. nice i love it we got <laughs> uh, have you been watching it 
I've seen a couple, like I've seen a little bit of the first season. I haven't like sat down to like actually yeah, watch it. Yeah, She-Ra's pretty, pretty fucking cool. I heard it was I mean, great. Yeah, it's it's very much what it needs to be. Everybody, so I she's got to, shorts yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also learned that uh, the upcoming, uh, well, we knew this really. It's just being confirmed that uh, Agents of Shield uh, will end after the upcoming seventh season. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been watching the sixth season like I have? Yes, no, because. Uh, no. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> it should have ended. No. It's... It wrapped up so nice. It really did. But, but they, they, done they, a they cool did a job. good job. Well, yeah, but then it. I also heard that Zeke made like a sex robot a Daisy, right? Yeah. Well, no. It was, no, it was a it's simulation a, robot. It's a hologram. It's a hologram. Thought the count's right. Still yeah. there. Yeah, they make fun of him for it and, and uh, tell him he shouldn't be doing that. Oh, good. So <laughs> I'm glad he got told. Shame on Glad them. he got a light tap on the wrist. <laughs> it wasn't. It was just a thing that and thought he was neat. That's all. So another. So there you go. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> thirteen episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, short scene, I think like 10 episodes is all they're going to do. Uh, oh, and, and I found this, uh, and I thought of Lee immediately. Um, immediately. I am a suffix. <laughs> Every episode of Robotech. Mm-hmm is now available to stream for free. Interesting. Alongside a bunch of uh, special bonus features. This was at the Robotech panel. Uh, Harmony Gold, the original distributor of the series, has announced a partnership with FilmRise, a streaming and film distribution company. Uh, As Polygon reports, this means that all Robotech, all of Robotech, plus 11 hours of bonus features. 11 hours? Streaming platforms entirely for free. Interesting. That also means the three original anime that made up the series will also be available. All right. Alongside the 1986 animated Robotech movie. Sentinels. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, 255 episodes. Oh, wait. If it's the 86 Robotech movie, no one's seen that since 86. Yeah. Interesting. So, so you got 255 episodes in total. Uh-huh. Uh, the new streaming uh, is available via the FilmRise streaming, uh, streaming service or the Roku channel or Voodoo. All of which will provide it for free via ad-supported viewing. And yet no one can get the rights to do new Robotech. Weird. Which one are they working on? Gundam. It's Gundam. Well, Gundam, Gundam's on, yeah. never had rights issues that Robotech had. Uh, yeah. When Robotech came over, um, Transformers took a couple of the of the mecha designs. GoBots took a couple of the mecha designs. Uh, a couple of different model companies took the, the designs, and they didn't take them with permission. And so Tatsunoko Studios came in and basically said, that's our shit, and mm-hmm. tied up the rights to everything. And then they got mm-hmm. pissed off at Harmony Gold. They did just re-up their contract with them. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like one of the most popular series ever that is really, really ripe for a new season or a continuation. When a, was the last new stuff? Uh, 86. What? Yeah. Holy cow. And there's a, the curtain, currently Titan Comics has a, an ongoing Robotech comic that's kind of reimagining the original because it's it's very quaint and very early 80s. So they've kind of updated a lot of things. It's really good, but hmm, that's the only really even remotely new thing. Mm. Uh, we also got something that I'm very excited about. We got a, our first you know, real serious look at the Watchmen TV series from uh, HBO, and uh, everyone has been very cautious about this for some reason. No, it's, uh, it's it's new territory. But then they see this, and now everybody's excited about it. it we watched it earlier. Well, it, was, it looks it pretty really, cool. Yeah, pretty trippy. Uh, it takes place ten years after the original comic book, 
They're being pretty specific about that. It's not a sequel to the movie. So then what happens at the end of the comic? The end of the comic is similar, except it's instead of... um, Nuclear threat. It's, it's, a, it's a giant space squid. It's a, it's <laughs> well, I thought, an I alien that, invasion. Yeah. Wasn't Doctor Manhattan the threat in the uh, in the movie? Movie. He, he yeah. was the threat. Yeah, and and you know the, the whole nuclear war thing. But Doctor Manhattan made himself the threat. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But it was uh, it was uh, Osmondeus bringing a space squid because mm-hmm. he thought that would unite the Earth, and he was kind of right. Because if we had an, it, it goes back to Reagan's big line. Considering when Watchmen was written, yeah. uh, Reagan said at one point that he he thought the only thing that would bring the human race together was a, a threat from outer space. Which, which conspiracy theorists all went, oh, there's aliens coming. <laughs> means they're there. He said it. He basically said it. Yeah. And uh, but yes, uh, in the, in the comic book, uh, Rorschach dies. The comedian dies. and, yeah. and yes, it's the usual suspects, but. Uh, this is 10 years after the comic book, and uh, instead of Richard Nixon, uh, Robert Redford is now president. Did they get Robert Redford to play himself? No, said, Robert De Niro. Oh, Robert Redford. Oh, Robert Redford? Oh. Yeah, there's a there's a panel in one of the comics. Where like, I don't know. My mother-in-law is really upset. I told her not to vote for Redford. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm not going to speculate as to what's going to happen on it. But it just it, it it's just all of those great things all coming together. And uh, Damien uh, Damon Lindelof, Lost, the producer from Lost. Yeah, don't hold that against him. He's no. a, Lost was incredible. He is I, a, I liked Lost. He is a huge Watchmen fan. Yep. And uh, I think he's the perfect guy to be doing this. Remember, and he wrote that whole letter. <laughs> Remember that giant letter they wrote oh, yeah. about how his dad introduced him to yeah, it. He wrote it to the fans, you know, yeah. saying basically, "You're you're probably going to hate this, but know that I love the stuff and I'm yeah. going to treat and it." And I like it that he's not and... fucking with the original story. Yeah, ten, you know? ten years after is a good place to start. I mean, honestly, you can make your own stuff from there. I would have been thrilled if he took an HBO series and made the comic book. Right. I would have been thrilled, but. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even more excited about this because it's untold stories. I just hope he releases the Snyder cut of the series after it's done. <laughs> Jesus. Could you imagine having money? Yeah. And that's another thing that's that happening. airplane thing? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Oh well, it's gosh. not just airplanes. It's billboards, too. That's yeah. crazy. Somebody yeah. has got, they crowdfunded or something, We released we, uh, the Snyder cut. We do a thing on Bleeding Cool uh, where Jude Terror, one of our head comic writers, uh, has, has dubbed them Snyder bronies. <laughs> Oh, I like and that. he writes relentless articles about Snyder bronies, and they're all clickbait. Every single one of them. It'll mm-hmm. be like uh, Warner Brothers releases trailer for or new teaser poster for Wonder Woman 1984 refuses Snyder cut, mm-hmm. and spends the whole article making fun of Snyder bronies. And they think that he's on their side, so they're constantly sharing it. Like they're huge traffic because Snyder bronies are sharing it all over the internet because. Yeah, he gets it. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know why he's calling us Snyder Bronies, but <laughs> eventually, but he's on to something. Eventually, we're gonna get this Snyder cut, and all the comments. Anytime we release anything about Warner Brothers, anything Warner Brothers do, uh, we get a thing about uh, Brandon Routh actually playing Superman oh. in the upcoming Crisis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how cool is that? Right, yeah. something else. And yeah. and so what happens? Our entire comment section isn't how cool is it going to be seeing Brandon Routh playing Superman again. It's release the Snyder cut. Really, the Snyder cut. Where's the Snyder cut? I don't understand this. Yeah. Oh, no, they're convinced that there's a better version of Justice League out there, and that if, if only uh, if only Zack Snyder's daughter hadn't killed herself, necessitating his removal from the movie so that his family could grieve and fucking heal, they're sitting there going, 
Warner Brothers uh, ruined Justice League by letting uh, by by letting a man go grieve his daughter. Yeah, because then they brought in Joss Whedon. You know, he's a third wave feminist. But what about and, my thing? Yeah, I my, want it. We saw, I want it now. We saw <laughs> some. We saw some animatics that showed like something really ass kicking, and if we don't see that, <laughs> I'm grieving the yeah. loss of a Snyder cut. Right. I got news for you guys. It doesn't exist. <sighs> Nobody owes you anything. Oh yeah, just <laughs> and they even had. They, I even saw their billboard, and it had like fake quotes from yeah. Zack Snyder and the, yep. and the and they're and they're all fake. Fake quotes. They're yep. all fake. They made it all up. Oh yep. my god! What a fun time to live in, where nothing matters. And you know, uh, say things, and yeah. they don't. Our friend have Caitlin, truth. our Kate, our friend Caitlin, actually had a solution. She said, "Release the Snyder script, and you'll know what you're missing." Oh, okay. There you go. There you then, go. Then you can do it. You know, but they're like they want to they want to see it unfinished. They don't even care if the effects are finished. They want to see this. They okay, want to see. Okay, but also the... listen. So I went to the Avengers re-release, and they included a scene With that, that, that they... wasn't finished, yeah. and people hated it. Right? And they're like, "Oh wow, we came back for this." You know, there's usually a reason why shit's cut. Right. right? And anytime you want to know, go to the deleted scene section of your yeah, Blu-ray, exactly. and you'll go, "Yeah, I can see why they cut that." Yeah. It, it's rare that you'll go into that section and go, Most "I the wish they would have done that." There's a know? couple scenes in Rogue One that got cut that I kind of wish they'd left. That's in. true. Well, there's, I think a, there's, that's... there's a couple scenes in uh, Captain Marvel that I kind of wish they would have left in, but that's an entirely different right. story. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that's why they're so passionate. Part of why they're so passionate about this is because Superman, Batman, Dawn of Justice, or Superman versus Batman. Yeah, the director's cut was a much better. It movie. was better. Yeah, it was. And same with. The Watchmen director's cut. Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah. I will and only so, watch the ultimate cut. So I'm sure they're thinking of those, and, and they're just like, well, there's a Zack Snyder cut of Justice League that's going to make it better, like his no, other two movies. You know, they're not demanding a Snyder does, cut of Guardians of Gahul. Mm-hmm. I know. Does Did Sucker anyone Punch see have that? a director's cut? Yes. I just watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I'm not happy about it. Oh, it's... Oh, uh, the Owls. Oh, Guardians of Gahul. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. I thought you meant Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, the director's cut's about 30 minutes longer, and 30? it's a lot more coherent. And there's the whole dance number that's in the closing credits that's mm. actually prominently in the movie. Hmm. So, And you get the feeling that the character who escapes at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. that it's her delusional recounting of her time in the asylum. It's It's a little more prevalent in the right. director's cut. What about so. like the Shrek 2 director's cut? Because there's a dance scene at the end of that. <laughs> it change everything. It really would. All right. Well, it's got uh, more donkey. I mean, this is old Lord Farquaad's plot. It makes so much <laughs> more It was sense. a subplot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that whole he Lord of the, the Rings thing. Anyway. <laughs> he was All right. the hero. Can, I want to talk Arrowverse when we come back. We will. God damn when, it. When we come back, we'll also, also talk Picard as well. <laughs> After these <laughs> messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's this month of July. In Batman, Curse of the White Knight, the Joker recruits Azrael to help him expose a shocking secret from the Wayne family's legacy and to run Gotham City into the ground. Check out this new series this month. Jimmy Olsen must die. Wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Jimmy Olsen lives. Superman's best friend and Daily Planet photographer Jimmy Olsen tours the bizarre underbelly of the DC Universe in this new miniseries. And after dying in War of the Realms, Loki learned a valuable lesson. Don't get caught. But now he has a whole new set of responsibilities and his brother Thor is not about to let him walk away from them this time. 
You know, we've been going to Dr. Volts for years, not only for our weekly comic fix, but for action figures, collectibles, and tabletop game stuff. They even have regular game tournaments. There's always something there to grab your interest. Open seven days a week. Hold or pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Haster Games at 6831 South State, or you can go to hastergames.com. If you're a gamer, you like to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you're going to love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, but they will buy your pre-owned board games and Magic products as well. Mondays are now board game nights at Haster Games. If you're looking to play some great games with some great people, Monday night is board game night at Haster Games. They have a couple of weekly groups, one playing strategy board games, the other playing more party-type games. Stop on by and give one or the other a try at least. Haster has open board gaming all the time. Feel free to grab one of your games from their 300 games library and just give it a try. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. As they say, it's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games. And we're back. Yeah. All right. Now, somebody (laughs) wanted to talk about the Arrowverse. Okay, put a quarter in them. DC, DC TV shit? Yes. Yeah. What'd you get from Comic-Con this week? Well, here's the big news. The big is it, news. Is it my boyfriend? No, 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 no. Oh. That's not the big news. Oh. We're going to leave the with this. Big changes coming to a very important character on Supergirl. What's going I saw on? This. This, I saw is, this. This, this is, is very big news. Woman. Stop the presses. This is very controversial. Uh, what? Kara Danvers. Okay. Supergirl herself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Superwoman. Has bangs now. <gasps> Whoa. And, and but no, and I actually really like this. Yeah, this is a good idea. Uh, they're getting rid of the skirt. Yeah, the so skirt is getting, going she's away. Have pants. She's getting pants. She's getting the traditional. She's actually going to have costume. Superman's outfit. Superman costume. for a lady. Wow. Yeah. And part of it, she's like, was one. It's it, time. It's time. It, it, it makes me look like a little girl. Pants you know and I mean? bangs. We can do anything. Yeah. And, <laughs> but she also said. The real reason. The real reason is it's cold as fuck up here in Canada. Oh. And I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so, Well, whatever the reason. Yeah, five seasons in, you can start making costumes. So, yeah, yeah. so I guess this season's going to be the struggle for L- what Lana Luther's. Lena, Lena, Lena Luther's Luther. soul. Yeah. Mm. Well, isn't it five seasons in when actors can start getting producer credits? <laughs> oh. I, I think you're right. Yeah. So, so right. that's why she's like, pants now. It takes five seasons? I think uh, it so. takes a while. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, it depends on how good your agent is, I suppose. But I am super, super excited for the Crisis on Infinite Earths oh, is finally man. coming. I'm so excited. And for they're this. saying they're bringing back all characters from all different. Oh, that's the thing with Brandon like, Routh playing yeah. Superman. Yeah, so Brandon they're, Routh they're is going to come back as Superman. They're bringing in stuff that wasn't even in the TV show. Right. So they're basically saying, oh, the the movie universes are part of yeah. our multiverse. Oh, that's and so cool. if they yeah. if they pulled in a thing with old Michael Keaton playing oh old Bruce Wayne, gosh. there's got to be a way shit. you can do yeah. that. But but I, I can afford him. I would lose. Well, they, my Michael mind. Keaton would do it. Though. I think Keaton think? would do it just to yeah. fuck with people. You know, not even say that he's Bruce Wayne or anything, yeah. but just be standing there sternly staring at them or something. Uh-huh. And I just I can't wait to see what they do with this. Yeah. Um, their crossovers are always the best thing. And like, it's going to be their crossovers five are fantastic. Five episodes long. Five episodes. I hope they finally get to meet Black Lightning. 
That would be awesome. They, that's do, they do need to bring that in because, yeah. God, it's such a good show. They also promised um, that Ralph would be playing Superman and Ray and, Palmer yeah, so, in the same scene. Yeah, so I'm just so, like, well, how are they wow. going to talk about that? And, and they're, oh, um, I forgot. He's like also in that. He's yeah, the he's Adam. the Adam yeah. Yeah. in their best show, Legends of the And, and yes. my buddy that I interviewed at Comic-Con, I mean, uh, Fan X, um, uh, Tyler... Tyler Heckland. Heckland? Heckland. Heckland, that's He's going to be playing Superman as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a good Superman. I liked his Lois, too. Yeah, so. Lois Lane on his show was. He was mm-hmm. he was Lois? Is no, that another universe? No, the, the Lois Lane they cast was. <laughs> I would love it that they like, had like a bunch of different Supermans. That'd yeah. be so cool. Yeah, can like, we get Smallville? Fucking Dean Cain. Yeah, no, the, fuck Dean Cain. Fuck Dean Cain. <laughs> I know, but. My arch nemesis. But if they got Tom Wellington to do the small. Tom Welling. Yeah, Tom Wellington. Not a Wellington loaf. I, Tom Wellington is when you take uh, Tom Wellings and you co- cover him in in bread. There's like mustard pastry. Okay, they'll put a little mustard, mustard on him and puff pastry, and you tie it and you bake it. Tom uh, Wellington sounds delicious. <laughs> I've I've got actual breaking news. Real uh, fact, I do love uh, Tom Wellings Lois Lane. Not related to the CW. Kristen Krug. Are we no, done with CW? Or uh, yeah. I guess we can. Well, we now can let's keep going. Just quickly, let's talk about uh, the Batwoman uh, pilot premiered at San Diego. And oh, so did there, it? There were a few people that had some takes on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say it's not without its problems. Sure. But it's salvageable. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the, th- the th- I don't know what they were expecting. I mean, this pilots is, are hard. Yeah. Pilots are hard, yeah. and you know she's a superhero. All right. So I think they're just giving her a show. I, I don't know what they were expecting. I was sold on that trailer that they released for Batman. Oh, yeah. I think they're also, uh, there's that whole, oh, we want our female characters to be likable. She's uh, she's a fucking cop that dresses up like a bat and beats the shit out of people. Yeah, and like, how likable she's supposed to be. People don't really like Ruby Rose. No, that's, that's, I, that's I an interesting thing, yeah. right? I think she's awesome. Like people in the community that she's trying to represent are they don't oftentimes like her. against her. Yeah. Really? Which yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, it's there's a there's an interesting bias she for some it. people in the LGBTQ community against bisexuals, and that can be a little toxic. Like um, you're not really one of us, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Like pick a in, side. in some parts really? of the community, yeah. yeah, it's it's an interesting it's bias. It's not universal. It's not universal by any means, but. Um, I think she's awesome. I, I, when they were just talking about a Deadpool movie, I went, "There's your Domino right there." Yeah. But then, then Zazie they, they Beats came it. in and they made a really good Domino. Made no. a good one, but uh, but no, I think she's going to be great as Batwoman, and I will watch the shit out of this oh, series. Looks, it looks like yeah. a lot of fun, yeah. and their their showdown in in Arkham Asylum was just an absolute blast. I was going to say I liked her when she guest starred in the yeah. uh, in the cross was it in the crossover? Was it in the crossover? She was briefly yeah. in it, yeah, but uh, she was great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, what do you got? Uh, one of your favorite shows is moving to a new network. Oh, I saw this. The, the Orville is leaving Fox. What? To oh, stream were... exclusively on Hulu. Holy shit. That's one of my favorite shows. Oh, I thought you were talking about AP Bio. No. no. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, no, what, what, what? AP got, Bio got, got saved, renewed. too. renewed. Yeah. AP Bio got For saved. For streaming only on NBC's platform? But it's platform? on NBC's platform. Yeah. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> but, you know, you know, truly innovative shows like Happy and Deadly Class are dead forever. The yeah. highest of highs uh, yeah, for so, Shannon. Yeah, uh, so uh, this was announced today. Because I know Fox was talking about canceling it. Yeah, Emmy Award winning actor, animator, filmmaker, musical artist, and comedian Seth MacFarlane announced today at San Diego Comic-Con that the Emmy-nominated fan favorite sci-fi series The Orville will move to Hulu exclusively for its third uh, upcoming third season. Uh, the Orville has been a labor of love for me, and there are two companies which have supported that vision in a big way. 20th Century Fox Television, where I've had a deal since the start of my career, and Fox Broadcasting Company, now Fox Entertainment, 
which has been my broadcast home for over 20 years. My friends at the network understood what I was trying to do with this series, and they've done a spectacular job of marketing, launching, and programming it for these past two seasons. But as the show has evolved and become more ambitious production-wise, I determined to have a better home at Hulu. Hmm. I wonder if... I wonder what kind of changes that's going to mean. Because uh, it sounds like he wants to change it a little bit from that. I, well, I, I, I think that... It's going to get edgier. Yeah, it'll I was going to say, do you think it'll get edgier? Curse words. Yeah, probably. Potentially. I, hmm. I think it's just going to... Hulu will be happy to have him, so yeah. they'll let him push that boundary in whatever direction he wants to. Well, I mean, we say edgier, and it, that's not edgy right now. No. You know what I no. mean? Like, no, it, so edgier uh, means that, yeah, they might swear and Keep in mind, I mean, his whole his whole template for this is the next generation, so right. he's not going to do anything to yeah. ruin that. I don't think so either. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that was just announced within the hour. Oh, that, that awesome. Was, awesome, good news. Uh, let's see, some other things that we learned. Um, the Halloween sequels. This uh, is a sequel I'm okay with. Oh, Halloween Kills oh. and Halloween Ends. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for these because this... Uh, this uh, you know, well, sequel. I was going to say reboot, re, uh, reload. Mm-hmm. The sequel to Halloween that was just out with Which Jamie Lee Curtis. Fucking test. Was so awesome. good. Was so good. And uh, they are they're going to shoot two back to back apparently, uh, and they'll each be released uh, on uh, in the month of October, 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills will be the first one, and Halloween Ends will be on the. F- you know, October 15th, 2021. And I'm pretty sure after that, Universal will just be like, you know what? We're completely done with the Halloween franchise. We're not going to reboot it again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis on her Twitter was like, she retweeted the story and she was like, it ain't over to the fat lady sings and I'm just getting warmed up. And mm. I'm like, ooh, girl. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Another piece of news just dropped from Comic-Con. Uh, Burt Ward will be appearing in the CW's Arrowverse crossover. No yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't suppose they're going to go that far, do you? I don't no. know. I don't know if he'll be playing. I mean, Batman's been missing, but not for 50 years. <laughs> well, he'd be a, a different universe no, he could, Robin. But he could be that be Robin, Robin from yeah. that universe, Yeah, that's man. what I mean. Different universe Woo! Robin. In that outfit. Right, makes, makes me want to say, you! Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe. I, that would Dude, be fucking like, awesome. If they that just would, go fucking balls out. That would be fucking um, awesome. Uh, I just saw here too. Yes. More CW news. Okay. Uh, James Olsen is leaving the show. I was yeah. going to bring wow. that up. Oh, yeah. hot Jimmy Olsen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot That's Jimmy weird. is. Uh, he's like a super main character in that yeah. show. He's, he's, he's leaving. He's leaving the show. Huh. I didn't read the circumstances. Just that he wouldn't. He wouldn't be returning. He'll do this season. They'll probably kill him. No. no it says right here. Yeah. You're oh. not gone forever, Star Melissa Benoit. Is that how you said it? Uh, chimed in uh, as the tone got emotional. I won't allow it. But mm. yeah, huh? Jeez! All of a sudden, you we picked the right time to record this episode because I'm just like refreshing my Google stories, and it's just like every new one. Everything's new. new one. Shit is going down. Can we talk? Uh, Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the Witcher trailer? Go ahead, because oh. you're more you're, you guys are more familiar with this than I am. This yeah. is a game, so it started <laughs> off as a, as a, started book. a series of books from a Polish writer. <laughs> yeah, All right. And this is a game. Is it a it's, game? It's a, call it a game. I, I see. Uh, I'm more familiar with it from the game universe. Yeah, um, but I have but read it's books. It started off as books, um, and they just released the first trailer. Uh, for the net for the Netflix original series based off the books, not the video game. So it's The Witcher from the books, but uh, it looks so cool. 
What uh, what can you tell me about it other than uh, so, su- Superman has long white hair? So basically, <laughs> you have it's a universe where um, there's monsters, there's monsters and monsters. magic and stuff like that. Okay, uh, they, they I, I believe it's called the conjunction of the spheres. Mm-hmm. Happened hundreds of years ago in this world where it used to be normal medieval times, like mm-hmm. what ours was in the past, and then you had the conjunction of spheres where the magic realm smashed into ours. And people hmm. started to figure out how to use magic. Magic monsters appeared, things like that. And you have these uh, men. Uh, I don't think there's ever, at least not that I'm aware of. There, there might have been female witches. Not that I've seen. But not that I've seen. Yeah. But they're they're trained from childhood and uh, mutated. That's the other thing too. Is there's like some advanced science in this universe as well as magic, hmm. and they've been mutated and and uh, made magical as well to hunt these monsters. Go around to these towns that need things killed that they can't kill themselves. They're basically like mercenaries, but for monsters and and, and, and bad guys. Geralt is, is Geralt. Geralt is uh, Cavill's character, and he's like one of you know, one of he's, the most badass yeah, of the Witchers. He's okay. like one of the more legendary Witchers that but goes around. This the TV series is taking place in between the books and the move and the in the games, oh. and so the games he's much older, much more grizzled. Yep. He's had his ass kicked a couple dozen times. Uh, whereas in the books he's kind of more idealistic, but there's some fun things like uh, the characters from the the Beauty and the Beast fairy tale are very much alive in this world. Oh. but um, they they get into kind of a more uh, Eastern European telling of that of that background story. So a lot of our mythology is very much there, but it's it's a little more dangerous and a little more sinister and a lot more. Magical. So it's it's Once Upon a Time meets Game of Thrones meets yeah, well, and, kind and of from yeah. a from a series of books that started before any of those mm-hmm. so because the books books came out i think in the 80s and, okay and it's been a pretty steady thing yeah uh, i think there's like 12 or 13 of those books and a lot of rights issues <laughs> yeah so well, i guess yeah. i got to figure it out but you liked what you yeah, saw check out the trailer it shows a lot of cool action a lot of looks like they're not skimping on special effects money yeah and his wig doesn't um, look as bad yeah his wig doesn't look nearly as bad as the first couple pictures they released a few months ago and of course uh henry cavill is even more jacked now than he was when he played Superman. Yeah, which is I, ha- I haven't watched the trailer yet because I need to find time to put down a tarp first. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a scene halfway through with him sitting there on a bench in a dimly lit uh, house with a fire, and he's got a one bandage that goes across his chest, and he's shirtless. He's got his arm up like he's leaning forward on his on his forearms. His biceps. I mean, he looks as big as the rock. It's he like somebody. Well, it's like somebody just shoved a watermelon up his sleeve. Well, I want to be that bench. It's, <laughs> <laughs> he looks ridiculous. Like he looks well, awesome. I, I saw that Mission Impossible movie. I know that it makes a noise when he yeah when cocks, he cocks it back his arms. To punch. Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> He's he looks he, he looks ridiculous. He throws a pocket at the same time. Seriously, too. Oh, I have to so, show, I have to show Gina this. She has a thing for him. I'm too. super excited. It looks really good. She always calls him her uh, shirtless Superman. Yep. Well, I mean, she likes the hairy. Yeah, the hairy Superman. Yep. Yeah, he as his Clark Kent story, very good. Like him as Superman, no so good. But his <laughs> Clark Kent story, very good. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, Anthony Mackie said that he just had his first fitting for his Captain America suit, and it looks really good. Oh, awesome. So, so they're confirming damn. that that's what they're doing. Okay, great. Uh, Expanse Season 4 has a teaser trailer and a Prime Video premiere date, but I don't actually season, have the dates. I thought Season 4 was out. No, I think Season, season 3 was one that was coming out, but I mm-hmm. might be wrong on that. They released the uh, Snowpiercer 
teaser. God too. damn it! I'm so excited about Snowpiercer. Is that going to be a series now? Yeah, a series, it's a series. Yeah. So yeah, Whoa, and it's how like many babies are they going to eat? It's All it's, TV, it's TBS. <laughs> and the series hasn't even started yet. Like they've been in production on the first season. TBS will be starting it in 2020, and they've already greenlit it for a second season. Wow! Because they're just like, this is amazing. Um, so. Speaking of second seasons, The Boys renewed for oh, a second that's season. Right. And it hasn't even premiered. Hasn't even yeah. come out yet. Yeah. Yeah, oh, um, man. so they got some faith I'm, in that. I'm now, where's, excited. For where is that. that? That's on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay, when is it, it? It starts. Starts the uh, end of the month. Straight yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, I would be surprised if you see that and Watchmen programming close to each other. What so. is uh, the voice? Oh. Uh, Shannon explains it much better uh, okay. than okay. So comic it's, book. A, it's a Garth Ennis comic book, and it's set in a world where there's superheroes and oh, they've gotten out of control. Yes. They've gotten out of control. And this okay, group of like basically vigilante, vigilantes yeah. are like, Led by we're Carl gonna, Urban. yeah, we're gonna fucking kill all these superheroes. Oh, okay, yeah, I these did. They're actually the bad this, guys yeah. posing as, as well, our heroes. They're just like decadent power. and stuff. Yeah, like, they, yeah. if you watch the trailer, there's a part where this guy's like standing there with his girlfriend, and basically their version of the Flash runs right through her. Yeah, and he's and like, he's oh my like, god, I'm so sorry, I can't stop. I can't stop. I just wrote down a couple of things. Yeah, please, please. Looks like. The X Men panelist today. Yes, and I don't know if you know what's going on with X Men. They're they're killing re- everybody. They're rejiggering well, it all. So Jonathan Hickman walked yes. into Marvel's offices and said, "I got an idea. I got an idea, but you're going to have to cancel every single X Men book." Wow. Uh, okay. Takes, that takes some. Stones. And guess what? Well, they they do it. They've been they listened to a story idea. Yeah. and they did it. Well, they've wow. been they've been kind of struggling with the X Men. Well, they haven't want. I don't think they wanted to use them. They didn't want to promote. A title they didn't have. I did, yeah, they, yeah. They didn't have. So now it looks like they're going all in. There's going to be two, uh, two, two different yeah, titles. Two titles. Uh, what House of X? House and, of X and Power of X or something like something, that. Yeah. Anyway. But um, so he's going to have like, and that's going to be he's be, uh, Hickman's going to be writing them both. Now, now here's something you need to know about Hickman. It's like going he's, to college. It is like going to college. He's reading smarter his shit. than all of us. He he. I mean, there were times when I was reading some of his Avengers shit that yeah. I'm just like, I just I don't know. Oh, his <laughs> his weird ass Shield comic. Oh, that too. Yeah, hurt my head. He, um, uh, he's yeah homework. That's for sure. And then comic book news. Oh please. New Ghost Rider ongoing. Yes. Ready Reyes. Uh no. Oh. It's gonna Nicholas have both. Cage? No, it's oh. gonna bo- have both Johnny Blaze. And Danny Ketch in it. Oh, good. And in this, Johnny Blaze is now the king of hell. Yep. Okay. He and he, been, he has been for him. But, but he, and he loves being Ghost Rider. He thinks it's the fucking that's, that's best. That's the thing, is it? Yeah. He, he, where he's different from Blaze. Now, but now John, but uh, Danny Ketch, he sends him back to Earth to hunt demons, but Danny Ketch hates being Ghost Rider. So, sounds hey, pretty cool to me. Blaze hates being no, Ghost No, no. Blaze loves being. Oh, that's I what it said. I just, I, I, I just read that. I, I wrote down a little. Happy faces and sad faces. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to help you. I thought it was the other way around. No, no. So Blaze like, always acted like he was cursed, and, well, and Ray but is now he's it. like the king of hell. He loves being Ghost Rider. Okay. It's better Danny, than being king of hell. And, and I guess it turns out I didn't know this that Catch and him are brothers. You found out at some point I, in the in the. I must have missed Ghost that Rider. issue. Yeah. So. That sounds cool. I've always liked Ghost Rider. Yeah. And I like the Ronnie Reyes version. Well, I the, love the Ronnie Reyes And the TV version. series is going to be interesting. It is going to be Robbie Reyes. It's mm-hmm. going to be you know, in the car and the whole yeah. thing. And, and that's going to be on Hulu, right? be on Hulu. Same love actor, it. but not necessarily the same Ghost Rider that we established in Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Are they going to have the same actor, though? That's okay. Same, same actor. actor. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so many right. alternate Earths they can do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the premiere of season four of The Expanse is December 13th. Ah, okay. And we'll have new Killjoys, the final season of Killjoys, hitting within a couple weeks. That's right. And... 
you know, sign me up. That's a great fucking show. Yeah. You've They're always... doing the arrow panel right now. So if we just keep recording for like the next hour, <laughs> we'll just keep Well, but that, that series is ending and Felicity Smoke isn't coming back and... No, really, Felicity was the best part. She was the best part, she I know. She really was. Except she for that part where she stood up out of that wheelchair. I was like, that's, oh, uh, that's, that's, that's when I was like, thing. fuck this shit. A man who was mm. cosplaying, he was doing a gender-bent cosplay, got his ass grabbed. Oh. So right. that's the other stuff that's happening uh, in San Diego. Then now. let's talk about the Picard trailer. Oh! <laughs> it looked good. It looked good. I didn't think I was, I didn't think I was going to care. I want more of that dog. I care. I I, I I was in the same boat. Yeah. I went, you know, I, I will watch it. Uh, I, you know, bring it. I'm. It's not an anticipated thing until I saw that trailer. Yeah. My, my, and now it's like fucking Star Trek, man. Yeah. My, my wife's not going to make it. Really? No, because Patrick Stewart has for the last 10 years looked like my wife's deceased grandfather. Oh. And so whenever, uh, like when Logan came out, she was sobbing through the whole oh, fucking thing because, because it's his dementia. His oh. dementia, and then, you know, he gets killed, and oh. she's like, eh, Logan killed my grandpa. So now, oh. here's Logan talking to his dog. Anyway. No, clone Logan. It was clone Logan. It wasn't Bone, Yo- Bone Logan. Nope, it was a different no, movie. Clone Logan. No, Bone Logan was a. I wanted to be the bench in that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so the Picard trailer, it has. Things you did not expect. I kind of got the feeling that we wouldn't see any other Star Trek, the next generation, or I, universe I didn't, characters. I, I didn't, didn't think, think we were going to see space. I kept hearing that it was completely Earthbound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why you just you can't pay attention to the internet a lot mm-hmm. of times. No. Uh, but uh, there it is, and he does go to space, and we've, we've got the return of Mr. Data. Yep. And, which is so funny, because so I, I interviewed... Brent Spiner at um, Fan X yeah, this last the, year. The, the panel, yeah. And um, people, of course, asked. Of course. Are you going to be in Picard? And he goes, well, they have to ask me first. <laughs> and he's like, and then he said I was too old. But then you see him in the trailer, they must use the probably a good combination of makeup and de-aging. Yeah, stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure it's that uh, stuff, yeah. stuff they use on Kurt Russell. It's yeah. also much thinner. So. Yeah, thinner too. Yeah. But the first time you see him, he's in a fucking drawer. <laughs> he's in pieces in a drawer, which was yeah. brilliant. And it's destroyed data from, was it Nemesis? Yeah, see, this is something that Tony didn't know, because yeah. we told him not to see those movies, because they were terrible. Yeah, the last two were horrible. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, he, he gets uh, torn apart at the end. I remember his head in the sand. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, I guess they... I guess they have always had the pieces, I suppose. Yeah, maybe just didn't put it back together. Uh, yeah, he, he transferred his positronic matrix into the uh, computer of the Enterprise E. Mm-hmm. And so, and then the a really big surprise that I don't think anyone saw coming, mm. Seven of Nine. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was out of left field for yeah, sure. Completely she's like, she, what she say? Oh, what are you doing out here, Picard? Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't even talking like... She Old Borg Seven yeah. of Nine, yeah. like like she's been a human long enough now that she can just gotta converse be, like a human. That's got to be cool for Jerry Ryan because she's had kind of a rough go of things over the last mm-hmm. ten years or yeah. so. Like her, her, if I remember the story right, like her ex husband, not a good dude. No, not no. yeah, politician. So, yeah, good, good for her for being able to you know dust off the eyepiece. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I just read a little story on here. Uh, um, Deanna Troy and. 
number and uh, Frakes are coming back too. Well, I knew Frakes was directing yeah, some, but no, Riker's going to be on it, and so is Deanna Troy. This, uh, god damn, why don't they? Why didn't they call it the next, the next generation, the next, the next gen? Because it's not I, about them; it's about Picard. I don't yeah. think any one of those characters will be on the show for very long. Probably, I bet not. it'll be just Probably like a quick, sure. like, yeah. yeah, just to make us go, oh boy, <laughs> and then they'll go away. Yeah, yeah, and I know that one of the one of the premises that's been teased is that he had negotiated the greatest peace treaty in the in the history of the Federation. So I'm wondering if that's the, you know, after the destruction of the Romulan homeworld, if he managed to actually finish unification, because that was Spock's mission. As long as he says, every time I try to get out, they pull me back. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit of breaking news right here. All right, uh, then we'll take a break. Uh, for us uh, DC animated film fans. Yes. There's so much news. We got two yeah. Superman movies announced. Uh-huh. Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Oh, and there's one that I'm super excited and for. And Superman, Red Sun. Red Sun. Yeah. Yeah. Red Sun is one of the best Superman stories ever told. Yeah. I, think and it the, is, I think The Nail is number one. Uh, it's been a and long the, time since I've read The Nail. The Nail's great because the whole Justice League thing's fucked up until, yeah. they, until the Staros, I think, uh, fucks him up on a farm in Amish right. country. Yeah. And there's Clark because the ship landed in Amish country, yeah, but yeah, no. Uh, Red Sun's amazing, and Red Sun, yeah. So I'm I'm excited for those. Tell people what Red Sun is. Red Sun is know. is if uh, Superman landed in the in um, Russia, Russia, yeah, instead the, of America. In the USSR at the time, yeah, and so Soviet Russia. Basically, he becomes their secret weapon, and then their not so secret weapon, and yeah. takes over the world. Yeah. Oh, it's and, really the, and there's good. a Russian Batman. There's a right, yeah, the Russian Batman. It's got is, like it, the the toque hat on, and kinda. he's and he's wearing yeah, he's wearing a hat with the with the uh, fuzzy. Flaps, yeah, <laughs> that he has. but it, but it has the bat ears and on the top. Yeah, it's got yeah. the bat ears on <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's a, a great story. Great. Story. Did you guys see Brightburn? Uh, oh, I need to. I haven't seen it yet. It, it was that uh, like bad like if Superman was a bad kid. Was yeah. It, was it good though? It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it exists. It's, it's ninety minutes of Elizabeth Banks going Brandon. Brandon. Oh, so she's taking acting notes from Winona Ryder in Stronger Thongs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 Brandon. Uh, well, should we take a break? Yeah. All right, we'll take a break and uh, we'll uh, do what we can. San Diego Comic Con. After, After these messages, messages we'll, we'll be right, right back. back. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and summer pool parties, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Cabin Fever, proud to be a locally owned business since opening its doors in 1982. And what started as a small card shop has now become, well, so much more than a card store with an ever-increasing array of gifts and collectibles from lunchboxes, retro candy, gift bags, playing cards and wrapping paper to everything needed for your summer barbecue pool party, pool flotation devices from unicorns to melting ice creams, fun drink markers, and pool beverage floats. Cabin Fever has grown up over the years while still keeping its tongue firmly planted in the world of the meek, the geek, and the freak. So stop by Cabin Fever and say hi. David, love to meet you. They're open from 10 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and from 12 to 5 on Sunday. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. 
I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me MyWorkoutBuddySLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, MyWorkoutBuddySLC. All right. Uh, like I said, as we record this, it's, uh, it's Saturday afternoon, our time. San Diego Comic-Con is happening, and uh, we're following what we can. This is like a live radio show. Yeah. <laughs> I got breaking news, Carrie. <laughs> breaking news. Uh, this season on the Disney XD Spider-Man cartoon? Yes. Five. This is going to make you very happy. Five-episode arc called Superior Spider-Man. Oh, <gasps> no. Yeah. Nice. Oh my uh, god. Uh that's uh for those who don't know, who didn't read the comic book. Just, you know, the best series of It's it, oh, but the boy, the fanboys were bitching about that Whatever. in the entire run. What was it? 2 years? I hate when they change stories. And it was uh, was it Dan things. It was Dan Slott who uh took the brain of Dr. Octopus and put it into Peter's body. I can't. Oh. Re- I can't recall the circumstances. That's the kind yeah. of stuff I love. Because was dying. Because he was dying. No, no, he didn't have cancer. He. Oh, he was dying. He was dying because he his head was so fucked up from fighting Spider-Man and other superheroes yeah. all the time that like concussed his, so much. He was had dementia and he but, was just basically dying. Oh wow! So, so they they get his consciousness into Peter's body and he is Doctor Octopus, right? And he decides. I'm going to show. I'm going to defeat Spider-Man in the best way that I possibly can. I'm, I'm going to be a, a better, better Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has it has one of the best bits because he takes on the Wrecking Crew at one point and he punches. It's a Crusher or Pile Driver, and like sends him flying. And he looks at his hands and goes, "Parker's been holding back, back all this time." Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so fucking awesome! Uh, I got the, chills when I read that. The stuntman was for Titans. Tony. Titans. Yeah, yes, it the was. The, yep. Oh, they were working really? on Titan season two and uh, they were doing a rehearsal of a special effects scene with a car chase or something. And yeah. and uh, one of the stuntmen who's been doing it for like 20 plus years, a piece of shrapnel hit him. Oh, man. And he, and he died. Mm-hmm. So they had they postponed production on that for a little right. bit while they deal with that. Uh, let's see. Now, you just watched the uh, season three Westworld trailer? Uh, yeah, and uh, it was really atmospheric and cool looking and told me nothing. But that's I'm excited about Westworld. Sounds like, I was going to say that. Kind of sounds Westworld. like Westworld, that's the series. Westworld. Yeah, as, as I call it, Westworld's the huh show. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Legion, which is the... I call it the what door show. Right. What door. Um, then I've got uh, some other stuff here. Um... <laughs> Now this this could be spoilery if you uh, well yeah it will be spoilery yeah uh, but so if you're an Archer fan 
Uh, fast forward a few minutes. Ah, um, fucking Archer. Because uh, here's the thing about Archer uh, on the uh, season Archer finale. 1999. And they, yeah, Archer 1999. They showed this at Comic Con mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, I want to say. Uh, it's the uh, season finale cliffhanger for mm-hmm. Archer 1999. Uh, so here's, here's the, the spoilery part. Uh, the clip which saw Archer finally battle his nemesis for this season, Barry, in space. Except mid-battle, Archer's ship suddenly and violently explodes, and Archer, the real, actual Arthur, Archer, finally wakes up from his coma. Okay. That's oh, why we've shit. been having... All, All these, these different, different time periods. Yeah. The different time periods because... Because uh, don't they show him in a coma the season, at the end of... The season, season finale think. is he's dead floating in a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's when we started getting, you know... Archer Noir. Archer Noir, yeah. Archer on the Vice. Island. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up from his coma. Three years have passed while he recovered. And we, <laughs> we don't know anything else except for his mother, Mallory, has been at his bedside, bedside ever since he was in the coma. Oh, what? So this probably this, drinking this tenth, say with some this booze. tenth season of Archer has been one of the most painful things I've ever had to endure. Two, you're not liking it. Two good. Episodes. Oh, <laughs> two good episodes out of eleven. Uh, so far, I'm eight episodes in, and uh, those two episodes that were good were written by the new showrunner because oh. the guy the guy that's been running it for the last ten years is leaving. Um, and so the new showrunner wrote two really fantastic, funny fucking episodes. Which episodes? Uh, uh, Mr. Deadly Goes to Town. That was a great one. And that was fucking fantastic because it's, uh, I, I can't remember the actor's name, but he's he's one of the vampires in the new um, What We Do in the Shadows. Is it? Um, it's Laszlo. It's the guy with the, the voice. The guy that talks like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when the steam, Matt, uh, Matt Berry. Matt Berry. Thank you. Yeah. When the steam cleared, the room was full of chaps. <laughs> I didn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he plays he plays a, a like 10,000-year-old sentient death machine that- uh, is a living bomb. He's a living bomb. And uh, his, his- Would his, one of you please say detonate? Would so, just say- <laughs> Please detonate. So of course Cheryl decides she has to bang him. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, naturally. Yeah, because she's obsessed with. Because I've only exhausted. watched the first episode of this new season, yeah. and it didn't. No, it's, grab me. What's so sad about it is I watch it and I go, God, this would be a really cool animation style for a science fiction show. Like another one though, but not this one. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, the two episodes that guy wrote were fantastic. They were like, oh God, it's Archer and it's funny. And so, then you tune into the next week and you're like, please just push me out in traffic. And this is some other little bit of interesting news is that uh, the Russo brothers were down there, yes, and you know they, they did were. a whole uh, what did you do panel with the uh, Avengers Endgame, and they talked about some shit that they didn't do and all that. Right, because they know. they had a scene where they wanted Thanos to cut Steve's head off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. the, they did answer a very important question. What was the first thing Steve did after returning all the Infinity Stones? Uh-huh. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there you go. go. There you go, geeks. But they announced uh, some of their upcoming uh, projects. Uh, two of them uh, on Friday. They announced that they will produce an adaptation of the indie comic Grimjack. Uh, they won't direct it, but they're producing it. Uh, Grimjack was a comic published by First Comics, uh, told the adventures of a sword for hire who operated a city where magic and technology coexist. But then the other project that they talked about that they're doing, I was actually kind of excited about because I'm a person of a certain age. So I won't get it. 
Well, you'll you know of it. You know. Yeah, of you it. have to explain it to me because I asked some other friends, and then they sent me a link to let me Google that for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, jerks! I'm like they're not real friends. They <laughs> they are adapting a live action version of Battle of the Planets. Yep. What? I've heard that bandied about that yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Well, Space Ninja Team Gotchaman. Let me uh, let me explain. Mm. Uh, Battle of the Planets was the American version of the anime Gotchaman. Uh, that aired in North America in the late 70s, early 80s. The show told the adventures of a team of young adults known as G-Force. Yep. G-Force! And they each dressed as a different kind of bird. A bird? Bird, yeah. Where did the planets come in? Uh, Mark Jason, Princess Keop, and Tiny. Mm -hmm. Tiny was an owl. And he wasn't tiny. Uh, he was fat. I get it. He was a fat kid. Um, <laughs> that's Keop. That's Keop. And they could they could form they could jump up on each other's shoulders like a human pyramid and turn into this like uh, fiery tornado and well, the ship would catch on fire. Well, the ship, what? No, the, it was called the fucking fiery phoenix. Yeah. Right. The ship would m- mutate into a flaming Fi- bird. Bird. Yeah. The fire engage fiery phoenix and they all go. Because <laughs> the truth was they were on fire. Uh, but they fought the forces of Spectra and the evil Zoltar. Well, who we find out sounds that, pretty evil. Who we find out is a chick at the end. At the end. Oh, but, in, but in what? Japan, no. Yeah. Zoltar was actually transgender. Oh. So, oh, but, really? you know, okay. we, we, we couldn't that deal with that in the United here. States here. Yeah. Well, they should do that now. What? Why? Uh, so they're working on that. Uh, yeah, just go look up Battle of the Planets on YouTube. I'm sure they're there. Was this a big thing back in the day? Here's the thing is that I watched it just because it was on. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I got home and I didn't have any friends and it was on and okay. it was okay. Prior to Robotech, there were three anime series, four anime series that took off big. One yeah. was Kimba the White Lion in the 60s, and then in the early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, it was Speed Racer. Okay. And then there was Star Blazers. Gigantor was pretty popular, too. Gigantor was pretty big. Uh, then there were Star Blazers. Gigantor and, uh, was big? <laughs> Get it? was a big, big, big metal <laughs> robot. It was, 19, robot. it was 1960s. Big robot. Uh, yeah, so then there was Battle of the Planets and Star Blazers, and those, okay. were, those were fucking huge. I mean, Alex Ross did... Uh, Star Blazers covers just a couple years ago. Yeah. Like that series has been so popular um, that it's still. I think he did comics. a Battle of the Planets uh, cover or like painting, anyway, as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, he did. I remember seeing uh, beaks on helmets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in Alex Ross uh, yeah. style. Uh, but did the planets fight? I'm told yeah, this it, is a Battle no, of Planets. No, it's, it's that's because Zoltar was from another planet and he was trying to invade Earth, and then our people were the. Well, that's a very misleading title. It was G-Force. So the planets were Earth and Zoltar's planet. But the planets didn't do any fighting. But the reason I stayed watching the show is because, A, it was on. B, the ship was really kind of cool. I thought it had a great design, you know. Uh, Was was, it shaped like a bird, too? uh, A little bit. And they they lived on a rocket. They they were, uh, in in Japan, it was called uh, Space Science Ninja Team Gotchaman. So they were like, they were all scientists. And Well, that makes more sense in the Battle of the Planets. In the state, well, the states, the states changed a lot of things. Like they knew <gasps> that, they knew that C3PO and R2D2 were a mm-hmm. big deal. So they had this Dutch animation company build Seven Zark Seven and his sidekick and they, they like bookended everything, but it they was, didn't exist in the it was like oh, a, really? It was like a mutated version of R2 and 3PO because it was yeah. a little short and round, but it had a British voice and, and was, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> but they stuck that in there too. Advance the story. Of he was to help it make, help us dumb yeah, Americans they were like understand. Narrators, basically, You'd be and it was so how... and it was so badly drawn. It was uh, like, but, uh, and what was his dog's name? It was a, oh, he seven Sark seven and his and little his yellow little robot yellow. dog. Yes, mark, mark, mark. yes, R two or whatever it was. 
but uh, so the Russo brothers also have Tom Holland's Cherry, which begins shooting in October. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's they not, actually have it? It's not what you got think it, it is. It's I've a, taken it. It's, yeah, it's we've a, got it in a jar. It's an, it's an R-rated movie about the op- opioid crisis. Uh, oh, and, so sounds, don't laugh, and, Shannon. Uh, sounds less fun. And it's not. Uh, and Chadwick Boseman's 21 Bridges, they're producing. Uh, they debuted a trailer for that as well at Comic-Con. All right, so. I've got more exciting breaking Picard say, news. I heard Shannon Another character from... The next next gen. generation is going to be on this. Hugh, Hugh the Hugh Borg, Hugh the nice Borg, Hugh the nice Borg is going to be on the this. The character too. that we made fun of more than anything. Yeah, he's going to be on Fuck. it. I, I am almost, Hugh. I almost rage quit next gen over Hugh. There was a whole Star Wars audiobooks <laughs> panel. Yeah. Man, I gotta I'm, go to San Diego Comic Con. You don't really need to. No, you really yeah. don't. See, we're doing it right now. Yeah, it's a special yeah. kind of hell. I am just <laughs> reading about the Star Wars am, audiobook panel. I am Hugh the Nice Boy. Tony, it's us. It's for us. <laughs> what, what do we got? That's weird, right? Yeah. No, see, this is the thing about San Diego Comic Con. Everybody <laughs> thinks they need to be there. And no. Shannon and I learned. Uh, early on, we when everybody stood in line to get into Hall H because they wanted to be in Slept Hall H. Slept on the ground. Which, if you're listening live now, it's been announced Hall H is at capacity. So if you're in line to see Marvel in the For, next hour, you yeah. ain't making it in. Forget you, about it. And you don't. You don't usually get in unless you sleep on the sidewalk like Jimmy did. And and, and uh, yeah, I was glad that I was able to do the Hall H experience once, mm-hmm. and I will never do it again. I may yeah. go to San Diego just because I want to go to San Diego and see the sights. Yeah. That, yeah, there's cool shit going on around it. That's and that's what mm. I'm that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. If I ever go don't, there. yeah, you don't need to go to the convention center. The oh. fun shit is happening around. Well, the yeah, like that giant Homer Simpson head full of television sets that oh, we got to walk around inside awesome. of, and that was cool. And there was a zip line and all that shit. Yeah, the Gotham but, Escape. But what we did was, you know, uh, <laughs> Jimmy texts me. He says, "Oh, we just saw Batman v Superman trailer." And I text him back saying, so did we, and we're in a bar. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was the first year the studios decided to yeah. simultaneously release Yeah, and they online. did, every single one of them. So yeah. we're all in there. The same thing's going on right now. Like We've got people from Bleeding Cool all over San Diego Comic-Con, and they're like, well, I can't get into the panel. And I'm like, cool, well, we just saw the trailer you didn't yeah, see. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, but but it I want to be 50 feet away from the man. You'll never, you'll never, you'll never be 50 feet. We, we were in for when they brought Brolin out. As you know, his first official press mm-hmm. thing for as Thanos, and uh, I don't think we saw anything on the stage because it was all you know, they were so far away. Uh, yeah, but the big jumbotron. And that's the thing. I watched the the panel where they announced Brie Larson ha- half heartedly. They're like, "Oh, and by the way, Brie Larson." Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched that stream from my couch. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Your couch is probably it's a lot true. more comfortable than. Uh, and uh, and the one panel that we did go to. I mean, we went to a couple of three, but the, we just kind of stumbled into the uh, re-release of the classic Batman series. That on, was fun on Blu-ray. Yeah, and so and we, you know, and and we made the official press reel on that because mm-hmm. they, they oh they, that's right they we took did. our interview and put it on the DVD. That's right, um, um, and it's uh, it was we got to see uh, Adam West and where Burt Warden and uh, Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. Where Comic Con is worth it, where San Diego is worth it for press, is if you can make it into any of the roundtables, because yeah. then you can, you know, like we did with uh, Venture Brothers guys. Venture Brothers guys and Bob's uh, yeah, we we got into those. Yeah, and those and, were cool. and that was great because you you are at a table with the creators and you can interview them. We we had a question come up yesterday because uh, Pennyworth is debuting later this month, and uh, it's from the same people that did Gotham. Mm-hmm. I've seen the first six episodes. Yeah. 
it's really fucking good. Really? And not in an ironic ha-ha-ha Gotham oh, kind of actually way. Like, good. it's really fucking oh. good. Oh, God. So it takes place in... Because everyone was pissing on it. No, Jack Bannon is, like, he's got this kind of... He's got kind of this, uh, uh, you know, North London toughness to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, his his uh, his Alfie Pennyworth just got back from a, a war. They won't say what the war oh. is. And he was a special agent, and uh, he killed a lot of people, so he's got some trauma from that. But it's not 1960s London on our Earth by any means, because they still have gibbet cages hanging from uh, hanging from the roadways. There's well, still people in stalks on the side of the road. And what? that makes sense if it's like from the people from Gotham, because you could right. never tell it what, is, uh, what world that was. It sounds cliche to call a show sexy. It was a pretty sexy, sexy. show. It was a very 1960s, mm. very kind of pseudo James Bondian. Huh. But he wants to be his own man. He doesn't want to be a butler like his father. Well, and we so, know how that's going to turn out. Well, and, he's, bad, and he's, he's a doorman at a nightclub where Thomas Wayne shows up to retrieve his drunk of a sister. And uh-huh. a bar fight breaks out. And Alfred kicks the shit out of everybody. And uh, Thomas Wayne's like, I'm in a spot of trouble. Here's my card. Mm. So it's a, it's, it's cool. a good show. All right. we've, got this, uh, nice. we've got this secret society going. But... Is it the Owls? Is it the Court of Owls? No, Court of Owls they did on Gotham. Yeah. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah. See, you should have watched. They did it. They did it. Almost all right. Really? Almost. No, this is the Raven Society. It's a secret society that's trying to... Well, their whole thing is there's multiple secret societies trying to overthrow the British government because Uh. no one knows what the right thing for the realm is. So that's where he's... But um, the big debate's been... And I've been told many times that I'm stupid for thinking this uh, by readers. Yeah, uh, I basically said it's got to be a prequel to Gotham, and they're all like, "No, no one's ever said that. It's a standalone." No, Danny Cannon, one of the writers and executive producers and showrunners, is like, "Well, yeah, absolutely, it is the same universe as Gotham, mm. which establishes the timeline for Gotham." Yes, as late 1980s. Oh, okay. there we go. Yeah, yeah, because the tech was there. Yeah. Well, and they were still sitting. They all had typewriters on their desks. Exactly. Yeah. They, yeah. When they found Thomas Wayne's computer, it was basically like a prehistoric Commodore 64. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Wait. But, uh, mm-hmm. Can I talk real quick about the oh, yes. Terminator Dark Fate <laughs> oh, trailer? Yeah. I knew you had We to. had some more movie talk. Right? Oh, my gosh. It looks so cool. <laughs> so everyone knows if you've been following it all, they're bringing back uh, Linda Hamilton. Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. And then it was announced just like yesterday or the day before that the the dude that played Edward John Furlong. Connor, yeah, Edward Furlong, he's going to be back as well. What? He's out of jail just I was going to say, wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. They cleaned him up and they're going to throw him in front of a... Maybe they didn't clean him up. Maybe he's going to look like a wreck like yeah, he well, knows maybe that, that he was, was supposed to maybe be. Maybe he was that good of a character actor that he just started going into rehab when could he was 14 be. so that he could... <laughs> I've been waiting for this all my life. But uh, it looks, it just looks really cool and, and it establishes, I guess, like... Terminator 3, Salvation, and Genesis didn't, they didn't, didn't happen. happen. This is a direct oh sequel. This is but a direct sequel judgment. to 2. But it's so easy to say they didn't happen because there's so many alternate timelines. Because right. every I'll... time they go back in time, they fracture the timeline. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. And it, But everyone looks old in it. So it's after 2, but like decades way after, after two. 2. And the Terminator that's coming after him this time is a mix between T-1000 and a T-800 model. So it's like both uh, exoskeleton and it's liquid. Got, it's got endoskeleton and liquid metal, and they can split Endo. apart and and fight together against one target. So they're like Constructicons. It looks really cool. And it basically, the trailer starts out with them uh, with it breaking apart and trying to capture these people, and then Linda Hamilton just comes up in a truck, slide like power slides to a stop, rolls out with a 
shotgun that has a drum barrel on it and just thunk, 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 <laughs> trying to shoot this Terminator and uh, and realizes this isn't doing enough, throws it to the side and lifts up a grenade launcher just out of nowhere and That's blows awesome. it. It looks, it looks cool. It I looks was, cool. I was excited because Arnold, uh, Arnold confirmed that his Terminator changes his name to Carl. 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 They show, Carl. They show him for just a second. Uh, his face, and it looks like he's in a cabin or something. I'm yeah. thinking that he is. And I think we talked about this. Um, what 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 they say his character's name was in Candy. The, yeah, Sergeant Candy. Sergeant Candy. But it doesn't yep. have to be necessarily Sergeant Candy. But it could be whoever it was they based the T800 yeah. model on in that universe. But yeah, go yeah. check out the Sergeant Candy clip on YouTube. Look it up. It's, it's real. So fucking funny. It's gold. It's real. All right. Uh, any uh, anything? Because I want you guys to talk about Toy Story Four and uh, okay. Spider Man Homecoming. Um, I just oh, want yeah. uh, I just want to give a recommendation. Hmm? Um, so we, as we recorded this today is the actual fiftieth anniversary of the moon landing. Yes, mm, Apollo. Oh, there's 11. a plane in San Diego on yeah. the backside of the Snyder Cut one. It says Happy Fiftieth Apollo. <laughs> So yesterday, so it's the fiftieth anniversary of the staging of the Apollo moon landing. Oh, don't don't you fucking after seeing I'll this movie? Fight you all! No, after seeing this movie, Spider I cut forever. <laughs> yeah, because you can believe things movies tell you. After the, seeing this thing, I know exactly why Buzz Aldrin punches people right in their fucking cocksuckers I'll fight yeah. Buzz when when they, when they say it's fake, right? Yeah. So um, planetariums and IMAX screens, um, especially like in planetariums, uh, they have a forty-five minute version of this movie called. Uh, Apollo 11, uh, the first steps edition. Mm-hmm. And what they've done, they they found all this archival footage because they had cameras everywhere right. for this thing. And, it's like they knew it was going to be a big deal right? or something. And <laughs> what they've done is they took this, I don't know how they did it. They took all this historical footage and they totally cleaned it up. It looks brand new. So they, they restaged it all. Fuck <laughs> off. And they... Uh, <laughs> They converted, it, they converted it to IMAX, mm-hmm. and there's no narration, right? There's It's, it's ju- just... It's just the footage? You're just, just going straight across? It. You're going along but with them. The thing that blew me away is, like, they showed... Like, I knew, okay, they did it, right? But I didn't know what went into it, and that's the part that will blow your fucking mind. And here's the other thing I'll tell you. You know it's a good... I guess would you call it a documentary or yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, it was uh, the original, it was a documentary uh-huh. uh, that, uh, according to uh, uh, Scott, yeah. that they shortened and made yeah, yeah. for, and, you know, fixed, well, fixed the print for IMAX. So, Jen, she works for a place that makes stuff for planetariums. Yes. That's her job. And she says, like, most uh, science centers only want a 45 minute show. So, yeah. Oh, okay. um, That's why they So they cut it down. So yeah. they cut it down. But here's the thing I knew they were going to do it, and I knew they were going to get back. But I was still sitting there the whole time like this. <gasps> oh my god! Mm-hmm. And like I was totally tense. And it's just beautiful. And um, well, when you think about the fact that I have here in my hand more oh. more tech by hundreds of times yeah. than they did yeah. to go to yeah. the moon. You oh know? yeah, there was hundreds and hundreds of people like on these big giant rows of computers. It shows you everything. It shows you all of that. It oh, shows you cool. the I people got... like sitting there, like the the guys that are you know like at the. Um, you know, in Florida, and this like one guy. They keep showing him. He's just like, <laughs> he's just like fucking inhaling cigarettes and stuff. You know. I got. So see I would this. highly recommend it if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, I follow a uh, retro news uh, Twitter site. Yeah. And they had the uh, the ads for the coverage for it from NBC. Yeah. And I thought it was brilliant because it's like they knew. 
uh, the, the slogan was something like, give us 30 hours and we'll give you something to talk about for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I just went, wow. That that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, well, when, I, you're, when you're staging something, shut like the that. fuck up about that. <laughs> anyway. No, like seriously, I I was so <laughs> impressed that they did it. Yeah. And just the quality of the filmmaking, um, the music that they use in it, and just all right, it's pretty fucking cool. Go see it on IMAX. I don't think it's gonna be in IMAX theaters for long. Yeah. Probably not. Okay. Those science ones usually aren't. Uh, in there for real a long quick, time. Toy Story Four. Who saw it? Me. You saw Toy Story Four. Did you see it? Nope. I'm I waiting for the privacy of my oh. own cry room. They all, uh, they all die at the end. No, they well, don't. that was three. Um, yeah. So I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't sure about it going in. I was like, really? Um, I did, you know what I noticed? Rashida Jones has a writing credit on it. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't know that. So um, I'll just say this one is really Woody's story. You know, That's what I hear. Yeah. It's really Woody's story. Um, some great new characters are fucking Forky, you guys. The little fork <laughs> is my new favorite thing in a movie. So what Forky is, is the little girl goes to, um, <clears throat> she goes to uh, kindergarten for the first day. And nobody will be her friend. So she decides to make her own friend. Mm-hmm. Woody kind of helps her. And uh, it's, a, it's a spork. And she just like glues eyes to it and a mouth and mm-hmm. stuff. But what she does, she ends up, she gives him like little stick feet and writes her name on the bottom. So mm-hmm. it makes him a living toy. Right, that's what does it. I guess. Oh, you know, that's but why like, none of my toys have moved. He, okay, and <laughs> it's the guy. And it's the guy. It's voiced by the guy who played Buster. Yeah, uh, from Rest of Oh, this yeah. fucking he evolves over the movie, but at the start he's so funny. He's like trash. <laughs> I don't want to be a toy. I'm trash. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> but the little girl's like completely in love with Forky, uh-huh. right? And he keeps trying to jump in the garbage can and shit like that. <laughs> so you know how Woody's like the most loyal mm-hmm. fucking thing ever in a movie? He's like trying to keep this fork from basically committing suicide, <laughs> you know, for the little girl. And But it just evolves. It's I'll, I'll just say this. It, It'll make you cry a little bit at the end. Ooh, okay. Just a well, little bit. Just, it's, but. Because Andy comes back for his toys and no. you're like, you're stealing from a little girl. Like he no, so he's like I will tell you this. They, I don't think they can make another one. I don't think they will. I think it's the logical ending this is for the this end. story. Okay. You know? Well, and I know I will cry because uh, I've been watching the CNN docuseries called The Movies. Uh-huh. And they've been doing them by decades. The 80s, the yeah. 90s. We just watched the 90s and that was Toy Story 2. I only needed 15 seconds yeah. of the of the girl cowboy singing song part yeah. oh, to just yeah. two so, whoa yeah. t- tears. It's, it's weird that you have that emotional reaction to it because the whole thing's staged. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but Wait no, there's some, it, uh, some great new characters, mm-hmm. some fucking creepy ass ventriloquist dummies. Cool. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Like yeah. the ones from the ones from Magic. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend it if you like that series. I, um, I will see it. Um, I took Jen's son. He fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, was very happy to see Bo Peep again. All right. Uh, four out of stars. Four out of stars. Four out of stars. Uh, and you saw Spider-Man. Yeah, left whip boy. Spider-Man Far From Home, which, uh, again, I've been so busy, I haven't. You and haven't you, seen, you've seen it? I've seen it, too. And I've seen it, too. I've seen it twice. Left oh, really? Whip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the way I've seen it once. Oh, the who mo- sucks here? Just you and me. You and me. Yeah, the movie two is, for sucks down. The movie you guys is suck. essentially... Staged. Hey, Peter Parker fucks. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> That's the movie. 
Who's uh, he fuck? I don't know if we watched the same movie. I don't remember. He didn't fuck anybody in that movie. No, exactly. Because everyone's like, hey, Peter Parker fucks. And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> there was a running gag, yes. Yeah. Because yep. there, there there's a part where... Uh, said, happy, oh, okay. There's yeah. a couple of different parts. But yeah. there's one part in particular. I went to like a pre-release thing. And mm-hmm. it was just full of normies. And oh, you there's went a, with the general population? That's yeah. I did, too. And Me, too. There's a scene where Happy insinuates that Peter Parker ordered porn at the hotel in Germany. <laughs> That's right, yes. The audience reaction. <laughs> really? What? Was, I said out loud, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was the weirdest reaction. In, in the screening I saw, it was just a normal like Thursday night. People laughed. Yeah, that's about it. You know, it. this that's, audience went buck wild. Yeah, see, the, the, yeah. The, the the reaction should be you just laughed. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, that's what uh-huh. every other movie theater. I ordered porn in Germany as yeah. well. Abnormal people cheer <laughs> yeah. that. <you> know? <laughs> anyway, all right. But yeah, like otherwise, it was perfect. It was a nice follow up. It yeah. uh, it plays with the implications of what happens with the mm-hmm. snap, like really, like really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Hall's great. He was great. Gyllenhaal's yeah. great in it. Um, I mean, if you've read the comics, like you already know Mysterio's the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they yeah. do. They take it's, a really cool turn with it that ties mm-hmm. it into the entire MCU. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, the specter of Tony Stark looms heavy over this. That's movie. what I understand. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you what. That movie made me. Uh, Spider Man made me cry way more than. Toy more Story than, did. Oh, more than Toy Story. Yeah. Oh. Okay, um, I can they see used that. the Sarah McLaughlin song. They probably uh, did. When somebody loved me. It exactly. Shut up. Some, some great set pieces, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Fantastic mm-hmm. action and uh-huh. special effects, obviously. Um, well, they shot at the same place as the moon landing. <laughs> it was wide open. You mean New Mexico? <laughs> Come over there. Um, I'm going to call Buzz Aldrin to kick your fucking ass. You're going to pull the show I, over? I will say this, though. When you're going in to see it, it's not nearly as uh, lighthearted as Homecoming was. No. Like, Homecoming had more kind of lighthearted high school your, funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're, but, you're, but so, this was this was Peter Parker affected by well, everything that happened in the And he just wants game. to not be yeah. Spider-Man it, for, like, a second. Exactly. Yeah. His, and, his father figure died, so And a lot like uh, the Spider-Man comics, he gets the shit kicked out oh, of him. Oh, fucked Big, up. Big, yeah, and he doesn't yeah. just pop right back up. Like, he yeah. gets the shit kicked out of it. Just, just yeah. lay there for a minute. I'm just going to lay here for a minute. <laughs> uh, I'm happy is in it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Does he make a fantastic. sandwich with him? No. 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 This one? I just wanted to do the chef show on Spider-Man. Oh, no. So, I really, I fucking loved it. Uh, yeah, it was great. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. How many out of stars? Four. Uh, four out of stars? Yeah, yeah sure. Four M- out of stars? MJ is a perfect representation of today's current young woman. Yeah. Weird and obsessed with murder. <laughs> <laughs> I go yeah. three and a half. Three and a half? Three yeah, and a half. I would do okay. like three So you and hate half. fun. I go three and a half. All right, yeah. cool. okay. I don't like fun very much. Glad we've established uh, sure. I, like, It was oh, fun. I just didn't think it was the best movie yes, of all time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and the after credit scenes? Very important. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the thing that oh, gives it that half point for me is yeah. the after credit scenes. Yeah. Oh, man. Especially right. stay till the very end because yeah. there's a mid one and a. Oh, yes. They're, bo- they're the both. End. More hammering? More hammer noises? Games and we'll get out of here. Games. Uh, let's see. Uh, today's the twenty second. All right. So we have uh, run the fan. I don't know what that is. Sequel it's on to run the rules, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Tetris Effect, which is really cool, uh, exclusive to PlayStation, is out on PC now, uh, but it is only out on the Epic Game Store. So if you're all anti Epic Game Store, then sorry, but it is exclusive to the Game Store, Epic Game Store, for a while. Uh, we got. Caged Garden, yep, Caged Garden, <laughs> Cock Robin. 
What? what? Okay, that's what it's called. Cage, cock Robin. Cage that, Garden Cock is Robin. That, is you steal dicks? I guess. <laughs> and you cage them. Uh, then we got uh, something called Fantasy Strike for the Switch. Um, there's really not that uh, much coming out this week until we get to the end of the week where you get some uh, Amiibos. For the Switch. They're still doing those? Yeah, you got a Pichu. Uh, How po- are they still doing those? I Pokemon. thought they didn't do those anymore. No, the Switch has the NFC built oh, into it, so okay. you can still do the Amiibos. Uh, Isabel from, um, what's the, the one where you're in the little town? Animal Crossing. It's, um, it's, it, the Amiibo thing is kind of interesting because they came out the same time as all those other Toys to Life thing. Yeah. And none of them survived, but except with, for this. With the Amiibos, they're just kind of accessories that... that uh, is built into a, a lot of different games rather than being its own hmm. main thing gotcha. that it's concentrated on. So I think it kind of hangs on because of that. Kill La Kill has a game coming yeah. out nice for the PS4 and the Switch. And then um, also this is... I'm very excited for this. Uh, the new Wolfenstein game comes out this week on Friday. Wolfenstein Youngblood takes place a few decades after Wolfenstein 2. And you play as B.J. Blaskowitz's daughters out trying to find him because he went out on a mission or something and hasn't come back. And so you play his daughters out there trying to get him back. And it's uh, debuting at a very reasonable $30 uh, or $40 if you buy uh, the deluxe edition, which uh, makes it so that you can play co-op with a friend for free. So, um, yeah. I'm excited for that one. I love the Wolfenstein games. Looks really cool. All right. That's it. Awesome. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Got some more breaking news oh, about the crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. Uh, Is it the Brandon Roth thing? Uh, uh, no, no. We've, we've discussed that. The Kingdom Come Superman? Uh, no. Well, I just, I just saw that, but uh, that's new. He's just but wearing just, a Kingdom Come shirt. I don't think he's going to actually play the Kingdom Come Superman. That'd be something. No, they, that would I think be that's something. like part of this thing is that he's revealing he's playing Kingdom Come Superman. Well, it is my mind. It is actually confirmed though. Mm-hmm. Yes, fuck it, Tony. Many of it the is? I don't know. Many of the <laughs> many of the heroes from Earth Ham oh, will yeah. be involved oh. in this crossover. The tastiest of yeah. the Earth. Captain Smokey's going to be there and uh, all of them. There. 